0: Is your one stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504 556 0809 or me at insagency.com. Good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our uh, digital platforms, also on the World Wide Web at NASHFM1061.com and also ericasher.com. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thank you so much for being there. Certainly appreciated. At Eric underscore on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram or our social media platforms. Join the conversation there. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home basement on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll be able to find that fairly easily. Mike Dettillier joined me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. If you caught us today at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV, also streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. If you missed us, set your DVR or check us out Tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE TV, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLA TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday morning on the Deuce, Saturday, that's at uh, 2 a.m., and then Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, it's already up on our social media platforms. Did it a little bit early for you today. Uh, at Eric on on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So, uh, again, um, you can check that out. Uh, At your leisure, especially those that live out of town that want to check out the program. All right, our usual Thursday today, uh, as we have Gary Smith joining us at 4.15, talking Tulane. Ross Jackson will join us at 4.35, talking um, uh, Saints, Alicaselle, Pels uh, at 5.15. And then Jordy Collada will talk LSU with us uh, at 5.35. And today's program brought to you by our good friends over at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Let me start by saying this. Oceana uh, doesn't close for holidays. Uh, if you're looking for a place to go to celebrate Christmas, uh, New Year's, New Year's Eve, uh, again, consider the Oceana Family of Restaurants. First of all, for New Year's Eve, uh, you better get rolling uh, because they have limited uh, uh, space in, uh, available at uh, Old New Orleans Cookery and also at Mambo's, uh, where they are selling tickets for New Year's Eve right now for you. Uh, it's, it's the Full Monte uh, you know, cocktails, food, everything, and of course, you got the uh, uh, the uh, Bourbon Street balconies at the Old New Orleans Cookery, and you've got a Bourbon Street balcony, and also again the a rooftop bar over at Mambo. So you might want to think about that if you're going to be down in the quarter uh, for New Year's Eve. Uh, get on that quick because then those usually sell out very, very quickly. Uh, also, again, all restaurants are open on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So if you're looking for a place to grab a bite to eat, uh, again, um, getting together with friends, family. We don't feel like cooking. You know, again, a uh, matter of you know, again, you know, a lot of people now, you know, you know, they, uh, they want to get together at a restaurant, uh, get the family together. You can do that uh, at the uh, Oceana Family of Restaurants. All will be open. All will be taking reservations for you if, if you have a large party. Uh, so, again, consider that as well. And then, of course, uh, just every day. Uh, Again, one of the few restaurants that are open late, all the way to 1 a.m., so you can get a late meal here in New Orleans at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. And, of course, Oceana featuring breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, uh, all featuring uh, uh, lunch and dinner. Don't forget also about the hideout bar. Fantastic music for you in a courtyard setting. Uh, 300-year-old building. I mean, it's beautiful. Cocktails, food. It's right next to Mambo's. You can make it a night, again, just with Mambo's and also Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, and uh, remember, uh, always, uh, Monday through through, through uh, seven days a week, so Sunday through through Sunday, they're open. Uh, so they're open for you, and of course, uh, this half hour brought to you by our friends at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week for you. Uh, first of all, the menu is absolutely fantastic, uh, Cajun Creole cuisine, but also so much more. Hey, dine in uh, uh, in in the in the. There's a restaurant uh, where you can um, have, you can dine uh, right at the, the picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street. Again, you see the craziness there. Maybe, again, you want a little bit more of a, uh, a quiet um, uh, dinner. Do it in the, in, in the authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. And, of course, a lot of space uh, to be able to enjoy, again, in the restaurant on the first floor. Second and third floors feature private rooms with, again, private uh, Bourbon Street balconies, private restroom, private bar. Uh, they use that for overflow uh, when, again, they're very busy and they don't have an event going on. But, again, consider your event uh, at Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, the cocktails are ag- absolutely extraordinary. Uh, uh, and I'm telling you, folks, uh, one thing the Beta Brothers have done is not going out of their way to, get to make sure they have the best chefs. Uh, that again, they have, uh, again, the the, the wait staff is, again, attentive, but also, again, some of the best mixologists in all the city work at the Oceana family of restaurants, and they are putting out some incredible cocktails. So if you're a cocktail aficionado, you love a good cocktail to go with your dinner, again, just getting together for drinks. Uh, consider, again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, and Old New Orleans Cookery is right there with you. Uh, again, family great for family experience. I um, mean, friends getting together. Maybe trying to close that business deal. Maybe, again, it's date night. How about uh, checking them out at nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Again, proud sponsor of our Thursday show. I want to start today's program by, again, saying our thoughts and prayers here at 106.1 FM. Uh, again, our folks, uh, our friends at CressidySports.com, and, and of course, myself. As well, or with again all the victims of the tornadoes here in, in, in the metropolitan area, uh, it was a scary sight yesterday. You know, again, I, I used to do uh, again news talk, um, uh, radio, uh, I've, I've, I've done hurricane coverage before, where again, we've you know, we're, we're, we're there you know, 24, 48 hours straight in doing hurricane coverage. Uh, yesterday was scary. Uh, You know, again, I talked about it during the show as we were, you know, trying to be able to continue our our format. Uh, But um, this is just not a place in in my lifetime where I've seen a lot of tornadoes really until recent years. And I I, I tell you a story about back in 1996 when we moved into our home in Araby. We were there literally two weeks, and a tornado hit Araby. Um, And again, again, we saw the tornado last year. uh, I'm sorry, this past March hit Araby. Araby gets it again. Again, Gretna, also Marrero, Killian, parts again. So many parts of uh, uh, in the metropolitan area having to deal now with the with the aftermath uh, of tornadoes, and we're just not built for it. I mean, not that we're built for hurricanes because, again, you know, again, the storm surge and everything we had to do to protect this city, to protect this region uh, with the levees and the wall of Louisiana we have around us to try to keep the Gulf from intruding uh, in, in, into our, uh, our city. Uh, but, again, tornadoes, uh, we don't have basements uh, unless you live in uptown and, you know, you're in some of those, uh, some of those um, um, older homes. Uh, that, uh, that may have basement. I used to have a friend, actually, The, the Nose, okay, who owned, who owned WNOE Radio, uh, the, the first basement I've ever been in New Orleans. They had a basement in their home on, on Hampson Street. Uh, I'd never been in a basement in New Orleans before. So, again, we don't see a lot of basements here in the city. So, again, uh, it, it's, it's about getting into, a, uh, you know, a bathroom or something like that to be, able to, uh, to be able to make sure you're safe. But it's a very, very scary situation. And, um, uh, you know, we've been through it with my family before. Thankfully, again, there were, there were no injuries, no, no real damage, except for a tree back in 1996. Uh, but, again, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to each and every one of you. And it's so tough. I mean, we're in a situation right now. We're trying to hold on to insurance companies here, here in the state of Louisiana. Okay. I mean, so many people have lost their insurance. You know, they pay their insurance premiums every single year. They make they make a claim for Ida, and then all of a sudden, the insurance companies want to bolt out of out of the state. Which again, I, I really, again, I don't want to get too political here, but that's on Jim Donlin, the insurance commissioner, and, and the state legislatures. I've said before, if you're going to write a policy in in the state of Louisiana, you should write all policies. You should not be able to again cherry. Pick on what you want to write. Uh, you're in the risk business, and of course, we're seeing this now where so many people are trying to recover from the aftermath of Ida and, and trying to rebuild their homes. A lot of those people are now getting pushed into citizens, okay, uh, because their insurance companies no longer want to write in, New or- in the in the New Orleans area. On the again below I-10, I'm sorry, below, I- below I-12, and so now you get a tornado coming in, uh, and the, for the folks in Araby, you know, second time around. Matter of fact, it's so eerie. Uh, The photos that were being, the videos that were out there were being shown. One of them was from Center Street looking up Raleigh Boulevard. Literally, again, speaking uh, uh, to my good friend uh, uh, Scott Valley, who again owns CNC Drugs, who who has a drugstore in the corner of of, of Raleigh and, and Judge Perez. Uh, that that tornado yesterday went over where my home used to be. I mean, there's no home there anymore. We had to tear it down after after Hurricane Katrina. And of course, the road home uh, sold it to my neighbor behind me, my, my my former neighbor, but literally went right over over my 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 old uh, my old place. So. Man, again, just a scary situation. Our thoughts and prayers with each and, one, each and every one of you, as again, as you try to recover from this devastation. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us from the program uh, is uh, Gary Smith uh, of, of The Advocate, Times-Picayune, but his, his site, The Wave Report. And look, so many Tulane fans have come out of the woodwork now, right? Everybody's a Tulane fan. If you're a true Tulane fan, I will say this. A great gift. For the Tulane fan in your life would be, again, a subscription uh, to the Wave Report. You find out everything you need to know about the Wave in all sports first. And, of course, the most comprehensive look at the Green Wave is the Wave Report by our good friend Gary Smith. Gary, how are you, buddy? Doing great, Eric. Doing great. Gary, you guys were spared yesterday?
1: We were spared. I was actually,
0: <laughs>
1: in, in, in one of the dumber decisions I, I, I've made, I was out on the road around four o'clock
0: yesterday because
1: I was unaware of how serious the situation was. I had to go, I went to get my hair cut. It actually went went the right direction. I mean, I went towards Metairie and at that point there wasn't out, out there, but I was, it was on the radio on the way there that I realized how dire the situation was for, for a lot of people in New Orleans. So uh, hey, yeah, uh, I, I, I need to, next time I won't be so blindly stupid as, I was yesterday, although right. no harm was done. <laughs> you
0: well, know, I mean, again, I, look, I'm doing the show, yeah. and I've got, yeah. I've got the, I've got the news on, um, you know, one of the news stations on my phone, mm-hmm. and, and and again, that news station actually had video of of the, of the the tornado, much like we saw last time, okay, yeah. jumping the Mississippi River, going into mm-hmm. Araby, right, and yeah. you could see the the lights and the and, and the um uh, the tele the the, the uh, uh power lines just popping. You know, uh, again, as, as it's going across, and it was just a scary situation when, you, you, you know, when, when things keep popping up. OK, this yeah. this 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 area, this area of town is, is getting a tornado. That area of town is getting a tornado. We've never seen anything like this. I, I would like we, to know we <laughs> if, we've ever, if we've seen like something like this in the history of this city like, where you've had that many ter- tornadoes in one day in, in, in I- the region.
1: I can't remember in my lifetime i'm fifty five years old I remember what i don't remember how many years ago. there was one that jumped the river and hit some areas of uptown and, and, and the west banks many years many years ago, and until the one that hit araby this year that that was that was the only one I ever remember doing anything <laughs> as a as a tornado and you're right, just multiple ones all over the place this is this is this is
0: different it's unprecedented it really is yeah. it's something we yeah. never we worry about hurricanes right we don't really worry mm-hmm. about tornadoes yeah. I, I mean again those are more from maybe again rural areas the, mm-hmm. you know those kind of situations so yep. you know we'll, we'll see again i'll just our thoughts in present. i know for you as well with everyone affected by this yeah no doubt yeah. about it okay uh, let, let's start off with Tulane um again they've started their practice uh, again for preparing for the bowl game uh, mm-hmm. what can you tell us so far
1: yeah, they're not their, their practices haven't been open this week because the coaches are all on on the road. Um they these are kind of captains led practices, but I can tell you this is going to be an incredibly focused team for the bowl game. You can already, I mean, the, the, the same thing they've been saying all year, you can't, you can't interview a player without them talking about going one and no for the week and in the bowl game and about how they've, the seniors got everybody together and said, there's a month off. That's when some teams can get fat and lazy and, and, and get out of shape. And they're not tolerating any of that. This is a team. Let, let, let's face it for a lot of schools in the country, bowl games have lost their luster. If they're not in the playoffs, even if it's a major bowl, LSU, for example, not that big a deal anymore a lot of times. This is a huge, huge deal for these players. They love the fact that they're playing a brand name like USC. They love the fact to get one more opportunity to, to show everybody how, how good they were. I mean, Nick Anderson said the other day that, you know, you know, that Tulane already beat the Big 12 champion in Kansas State. They went on the road and beat Cincinnati. They beat UCF in the conference championship game. But he knows there's still a lot of people nationally that, that don't think Tulane is, could possibly be a good that good a team coming off of two and ten season and off the history, and he just relishes the opportunity to have one more chance to just show everybody that this is an elite team this year.
0: Talk about injuries. So again, how this team looking? Do you do you have any indication again if we're going to be yeah. seeing some of the injured players coming back? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. The one, uh, Tyree James is the one I'm not sure about. Um, I didn't even, he's another one. Maybe sometimes you cover games, you miss stuff that, that's obvious. I didn't even realize he left in the first quarter of the conference championship. Neither did I. Until a, <laughs> until a couple of days later. Also, that tells you the depth that Tulane has on, on top of that. Um, he had, I think, a, a foot problem. I'm not sure what his status is going to be again. They have nothing been open yet. They're going to do three practices next week right? because Coach will be back. Signing day is next Wednesday. They're going to have three practices before they hit Christmas break, and then they'll practice, you know, the, the full week when they get to uh, to Dallas. But I'll, I'll be able to know a lot more um, next week when they're when they're when the coaches are around and and, and practices are open.
0: Have you have you had a chance to do a deep dive in the USC yet? Yeah, I mean, I, I not
1: a deep dive, but I, I again I mentioned before my brother. My brother's a USC grad. He's a huge USC fan. I actually watch a lot of USC just just normally. Um, I, 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 yeah, my my take on USC is they're really not. They, first of all, they've got talent. There's no no debate about that. Um, they, they're big. They're fast. They're strong. They're not that good. Um, and I, I mean that. <laughs> that, Caleb Williams. If you put Caleb Williams on your team, you're really good. All by all, he makes a team really good all by himself. But but USC went four and eight last year. They. Don't have any. They did. Have, they had zero discipline in the program um, w- 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 when this year started. I mean, last year they were. I think they led the nation in penalties, stuff like that. They 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 fixed those issues this year. But their defense is sloppy. They don't tackle well. They don't. They they they, they blow coverages. They they do everything you do. Basically, they, they they turn you over. They lead the they lead the nation in turnover margin. That's how USC has won games this year. Other than Caleb Williams, is they force a ton of. Turnovers, and other than that, they really don't do any stopping uh, of teams, and I mean that. Average Pac-10 teams were Pac-12 teams were moving the ball up and down the field on USC, but USC was just forcing a ton of turnovers. That's what they did in the Pac-12 championship game early against Utah. They got two early turnovers, got out to a 17 to three lead. Then UNO stopped turning the ball over. Caleb. Caleb Williams popped his hamstring, and that was that, and, and, and USC got blown out. But I, it, it, it all it all depends on, on his status, for, on Caleb Williams' status for the game. If he's healthy, USC can mm-hmm. beat anybody in the country because it's just – I don't care how good your defense sure. is, he's so exactly. good. <laughs> he yeah. can make plays on anybody. If he's not healthy, right. I think it's a clear advantage for Tulane – I think Tulane is actually the better team. If you take him out of the picture, as hard as that is to believe with USC's history, and they're certainly the more motivated and the focused team. So it all comes down to me. I want to see what he looks like, and we probably won't know until game time on that front because I'm sure USC's practices aren't going to be open. (laughs) They're not not going to reveal anything on that front unless they want to go ahead of of time and say he's not going to play. But uh, I I want him to play, though, because I, I think it would just be a tremendous experience to watch Tulane Putting their defense up against the Heisman Trophy winner and see what can what, what, what they can do. I, I'll tell you this: Tulane's going to score a lot of points in that game. They they, they right. are going to score a lot of points in that game. USC is Tulane does not turn the ball over. USC is going to have a hard time get, getting Michael Pratt to make mistakes. Um, they're going to and, and and as long as Tulane takes care of the ball, this is a game where Tulane can score forty points. <laughs>
0: Be careful what you wish for, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't need to see Caleb Williams in in, in, yeah, in, in okay, the Cotton Bowl. What I want to see is a, is a W. Okay, I don't yeah. I don't really care right, one yeah. way or the again, other. I like again, to, I like to see Caleb Williams in a New Orleans St. uniform. Right. Well, that's, well, okay, that's the, that's so the extent not, I want to we're see not that.
2: we to see hundred
1: percent Caleb Williams. So let's start there. You're that's right. that's for again, sure. If he's a hundred percent, Tulane can have a, an all-star defense with with like yeah you know, nine guys bound for the NFL, and Caleb Williams is going to do damage against your defense. He's that good. He he's a true special talent yeah. um so, so you have a point there i, I can't argue that okay.
0: <laughs> hey uh, i've got a list of questions from guys that have sent them in that, that again we're yep. waiting for you to come on they, they, they're asking me questions during the week that i can't answer okay yep. so uh, let me throw this out to you first again uh, they want to know what i wanted to know over the last couple of days have you heard anything more about an extension for willie fritz about again a commitment to maybe again facilities for tulane yep. because he's I- staying
1: Nothing specific. Um, Jeff Duncan, a columnist for our paper, has a, he, he, he posted online. It's going to run in the paper tomorrow. It's already online. He, he he did a he did a dive into it, talking with um Troy Dan and sort of the background on all, all the all the thing about why he didn't end up at Georgia Tech. But in, but he, that article is the same as what I've told you. I don't I didn't I don't see any real specifics <laughs> in it. Um, he, they've committed to facility upgrades. Yeah, okay, that's what schools do when they're trying to keep a code. He's going to get paid more money. No doubt about that. He's in it much better. I mean, he was sort of I never bought that he was in danger, um, but he was not. He entered the season in somewhat of a tenuous situation. That's gone. He's coached for life at Tulane now as long as he wants to be. Um, But no specifics in terms of a date. Or what exactly is going to be done on, on upgrades? I don't. They're going to hash stuff out, but I, I don't that, that's not going to happen until after the bowl game in, in January. And nothing was. There was no guarantees made. I don't of specific this is going to happen now to keep him from going to Georgia Tech. It was more just a commitment to him in general, and him just again not wanting to abandon a team yes. that was having such an incredible year. He just wasn't going to do it, and and and, and he yeah, knows and the,
0: that, that. That's and, unbelievable. It really is. is, Well most guys who look we saw with Brian Kelly, right? Kelly (laughs) left Notre Dame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most coaches again are gonna take the money and go and say, Look, I appreciate the team, but I gotta look out for myself and my and my family.
1: No, totally. And he, and again, that's props to him. He just, you know, they wanted him to come do an interview in Atlanta um, during the week of preparation to get that out, that word out there. And he, that was a no sell for him right, right there. That was not going to happen because he understood the importance of that game. And <laughs> there's no, the, there's no way that doesn't become a distraction if that's going on regardless of what anybody says. <laughs>
0: Uh, another question is again the transfer portal since it's opened up. Has Tulane lost any players, and are, are they in the in the process of signing any players?
1: They have not lost any players. They will not lose any players that are significant until after the bowl game, and 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 then we'll see. The guy I would certainly watch on that front, and this is not coming from any information, would be Michael Pratt because <laughs> this guy's. I mean, he's got to be blowing up. You know, I mean, he's just, he's just been, I've heard
0: the, the rumors as well. The uh, the I, I didn't think that
1: they're out there. They're, and, and look right. he's, he's given Tulane three solid three years as a starter, the NIL uh-huh. poss- the nil possibilities, all of that are, are out there, but I guarantee, but no, they're not going to, they're not going to have a significant player on their two D okay. roster. <laughs> um, do anything before the bowl game. Cause they, they, they're, they're all in on, on, on this right. season and on the, on this bowl game. But yeah, certainly right after the game, we'll find out what, Michael Pratt, what, where Michael Pratt's head is in terms of of, of what his future is with Tulane.
0: What's your gut, Gary? Because I heard, the, I just dismissed those rumors. I figured Willie Fritz is coming back, Michael Pratt's coming back. I have no, I, I don't know. I, I,
1: I if if the nil stuff wasn't out there, I'd say he would definitely be coming back. But you know, that's a, that that that's that's a big deal. I, 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 I love Michael Pratt. I, I love his skill set am I sure that Michael Pratt is an NFL quarterback? No, I'm not. Um, I, um, I just, you know, there's a lot of incredibly good college quarterbacks who don't make it in the NFL and that nil money is serious money out there. So, you know, he's from Florida um. Right. Would Florida? Would University of Florida has an opening at quarterback. Um. I. I don't know. I. I. I but again, this is not coming. I, I've heard the rumors, but i have not. There's yeah. nothing solid on that front yet. But I don't think it's a. I don't think it's clear one way or the other at right. this point.
0: And the final question from from our our Tulane fans are or recruiting. uh How's Tulane looking at recruiting right now? Doing. They're
1: they're doing well. They. It, WaveReport.com dot com just put up who all the they've got sixteen players coming in this 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 weekend for the final recruiting visit of the weekend, five transfers um, uh, from from other programs, five big recruits um, from high school, including a running back out of Cincinnati, um, high school Cincinnati, who's one of the better running backs in the country. It's definitely been on an uptick. Tulane's lost a lot of commitments um, that were committed early in the year, but that's not because <laughs> that's that, that's more on the Tulane side where they've upgraded and in, in, in what they're looking at now. Um, and, and I expect this to be the, the highest-rated recruiting class of the of, of the Willie Fritz era, because wow. there's no question that Tulane has a lot more cachet now than they mm-hmm. been. certainly they did coming off of, off of last year, and uh, I think they're going to capitalize on it on it big time. Absolutely.
0: All right, I, I would be remiss if I didn't come and circle back. You mean to tell me there's not an alumnus out there of Tulane that's not willing to put up money in NIL to keep Michael Pratt at Tulane? I mean, I would think yeah. that would be. I would think that would be job one. Okay. Uh, yeah, that would. I'm Find not. You know, someone.
1: I'm not, I'll admit I, this is one of my weakest areas, and I need to get better on that. I, all the parameters, how this stuff works, <laughs> um, all, all of that the collectives, stuff. Collectives, right? I, I, collectives. I'm not good on that. Uh, in fact, I I promised I'd write a story in September on it. Never got around. Obviously, the, the season mm-hmm. went the way it was. There were there was actually storylines to write about the team, stuff like that. I haven't gotten around to it. I am going to get into it, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of guys that that they're they're leaving the team this year that that, that are seniors. I don't I I I just I don't know. I'm, certainly you would think that would be the case, but yeah, it's, or a New
0: it's, Orleans it's, business that has a two. I
1: mean, I mean, because Michael <laughs> Pratt, he's every, he really is. He's everything that's good about college football, and, and, no doubt. and I mean that. I mean, he's an unbelievable leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the and I saw that at the moment you can just tell winners when they step on the field. And I'll always remember yeah. when Pratt came in as a substitute against Southern Miss two years ago, and it was like the whole team changed. The second he got on the field, the entire team changed that mm-hmm. day. They ended up scoring sixty something points. They played with a confidence that they had not been playing with in their first three games that year. And that, that's who Michael Pratt is. And he's one, he, along, he along with Nick Anderson in terms of leadership too. I've been, I've been in the sports writing business since 1991. I put both right. of them in the top 10 all time that I've covered in terms of leadership. Wow.
0: Well, let me say this. Uh, I do think he's an NFL quarterback. I don't know if he's an NFL starter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do think that again, if he gets with the right team, with the right quarterback coach, uh, he's got the skill set he's got the arm he's got again the size is not bad uh, nope. and uh, again he's he's an intelligent player uh he's he's mobile um uh, you know i think he's got everything you need for an, as an nfl quarterback but um uh i think it'll be interesting to see but i i think it, again it, it comes down to if you're drafted when where you're drafted and ultimately again where you go and if they can they can uh you know cultivate that talent that you have
1: yeah, no no question i mean hey. Ryan Griffin's made a heck of a career out of being a backup oh, quarterback come on, in, me? In, in, in the NFL. I mean, that's my dream job right there. Ryan Griffin's going to be able to walk <laughs> when you're right? the NFL. Exactly. Guys, they, they can't move by the time right. they retire. And he's set for yeah. life. So you, you, you make a good point there. And certainly, certainly Michael Pratt. <laughs> and, and look, I'm not saying he can't play in the NFL. I'm just saying right. I, I'm not sure what it, I, 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 I need more. No, I need to see more from him down the road sure. on that. But you certainly, there's certainly a, even even in the in, in the bottom of the expectations, there's got to be a role for him. Uh, absolutely.
0: I mean, come on. I mean, it is. He's yeah. a winner. He's a winner. Yeah. Okay. And again, quoting uh, a coach, he wants winners, right? Yeah. That's what you want, no <laughs> doubt. Well, your, exactly. your website is a winner. That's, that's for sure. Tell everybody about it, and of sure. course, I think can follow you on social media. What you got coming up for us uh, in the Advocate?
1: Sure, um, and again, right now you can go there and see all sixteen prospects that are coming in this weekend for for the final recruiting um, visit weekend with a little background on uh, on each of them. It's the dot com, dot rivals. dot com. Actually, I'm in the middle of transcribing basketball quotes. We yeah, they've been lost in the shuffle, and that's fine. There's right. going to be plenty of time to talk about the basketball yes, team. That's coming up pretty soon. Um, but Sion uh, uh, James. Junior point guard leading the nation in assist to turnover ratio. He's another wow. one of the all time leaders I've ever I've ever mm-hmm. covered. Honestly, um, as a junior, I'm doing I'm going to be doing a feature on him for the Advocate tomorrow um, as a advance for their for their game in Chicago against George Mason on Saturday. But plenty of time to talk about basketball down the road. It's uh it's just the football's just it's just been an unbelievable unbelievable yeah, last is. four months for football. No doubt,
0: no doubt. Hey, thanks so much for the time. As always, we'll check in with you next week.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: There he goes, Gary Smith at Gary Smith on Twitter. All right, don't forget about Burkhart. If you're looking uh, for an air conditioning system anytime soon, uh, call my friends at Burkhart. Uh, again, they have um, air conditioning is available for you right now before the end of the year. On July, on January 1st, minimum efficiency ratings are going to be changing. That means AC contractors can no longer install the most affordable air conditioning systems, and prices are going to increase. So again, the team at Burkhart, uh, they have right now for you. Uh, these affordable systems ready to install right now. Call them now uh, and save while the supplies last. Financing is available with credit approval. That's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back.
3: This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Looking for holiday gifts that won't be re-gifted? Head to eBay Motors. With millions of parts and accessories at the right prices, there's something for every car lover on your list. And with the money you save, you can pick up something for yourself, too. Happy holidays, indeed. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride.
4: Keep in mind that Chef Mentor Highway remains closed between i10 and majestic oaks drive that's due to an accident again chef mentor highway remains closed due to an accident between i10 and majestic oaks drive in the meantime delays are steady on 10 eastbound from just past the Legion fields to the high rise 10 westbound your delays a steady from Clearview to just before the airport if you're traveling eastbound along the west bike expressway in the crescent city connection look out for backups from terry parkway to the camp street exit Keep in mind, look out for accidents Cleveland Avenue at South Broad, also Elysian Fields at Mandolin, Franklin Avenue at North Villery, also Laurel at Pleasant, and North Carrollton at Orleans. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community.
0: great Southern dishes. Check out our menu
2: online at bienvenueharaghan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan
0: Hey, don't forget about our friends over at uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, rated number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Hey, man, it's a great time to go to Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. they got private rooms. For, again, if you want to have your entire family to go for a, uh, have a great meal, or maybe you have a Christmas party or a holiday party you'd like to have there. Uh, got a great menu for you, amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection. And, of course, with sports overlapping from hockey to basketball, college and pro, uh, to, again, all the bowl games that we're going to be seeing, the, the end of the NFL season, into the playoffs. Uh, again, uh, this is an, a great time to go to Bobby Reyes Cajun Cannon Restaurant because 30-plus TV screens, you'll never miss a play. Even, again, TVs in the restroom. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant is unique. It's the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. The, the menu is absolutely fantastic with great New Orleans food, but also again, a regular American food fair as well. Um, and of course the memorabilia is second to none. It looks like a museum, a sports museum there. You can get lost just walking around checking out all the memorabilia. Hey, to find out more, go to BobbyABears.com. Remember, they're open seven days a week. They're open, lunch, uh, open late as well. Uh, they're open for Lunch and dinner. Uh, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. So good. And remember, we'll be open Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And remember, a gift card from Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant is a fantastic gift uh, for someone in your life. All right, let's head to uh, the guest line. Run a little bit behind for him today, but as I'll tell you right now, does a fantastic job. Saints Wire, uh, Crestedysports.com. His podcast is blowing up. Again, locked on Saints podcast. He's Ross Jackson. He joins us each and every week on the program. Hey, Ross, how are you, bud?
6: Hey, buddy. Doing great. Doing great. How are you holding up today?
0: I'm doing fine. First of all, uh, all good from the tornado. No issues?
6: No issues. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Me and the family, all well. You know, we were on the right side of the river for this one. But, of course, uh, thoughts and prayers for those on the West Bank and those over in Araby, of course, who who are dealing with it yet again,
0: unfortunately. No, I know. Uh, it is unfortunate, no doubt. Listen, I've got to ask you about the big story this week, uh, and that's, again, the, the, the Jeff Duncan's column on, on Sunday about the possibility mm-hmm. that, again, if Sean Payton was to come back, that uh, if Dennis Allen was no longer the head coach at New Orleans, he would be you know, the Saints' would be number one on his list. What were you, what were your, what's your take? Have you heard anything about that? And, and, and do you, what, do you, what do you think about the possibility
6: yeah, look, I think that uh, you know, it's certainly something that the New Orleans Saints, you know, should entertain if that coaching position is open and I think from, you know, just things that I've kind of heard and understand and things like that 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 certainly would be the case, but You know, right now they're focused on the guy that's in the building. And, of course, that's Dennis Allen. Now, of course, there have been a lot of different question marks about, you know, what that ends up being at the end of the season or what that ends up being going into 2023. But that's something that, you know, the Saints aren't going to really kind of um, engage in or tip off until, you know, the season is all said and done with. But I, I think that, you know, just from my perspective and looking at it, like, you know, their entire sort of approach this season was to try to maintain as much of, you know, the Sean Payton kind of way uh for the new orleans saints as possible so just knowing how focused they've been on continuity how focused they've been on sort of that that being their status quo and how it is that they want to um you know continue to set up this team and build this team with that offense still in mind that it wouldn't be any surprise to me at all that if that head coaching position opened up that sean would be you know high up there if not number one on that list
0: what do you think it, it's going to take for for Dennis Allen to return? I mean, is it, is it, again, sweeping the final four games? Is it, again, winning, you know, splitting those those final four games? Does it matter, in your opinion? Are they going to not allow him to be a one-and-done coach? What's your, what's your gut?
6: Yeah, I mean, my gut is that kind of, you know, short of falling completely flat, losing the locker room, and maybe going winless on the season, though I'm not even sure if going winless on the season really matters that much. But I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, short of you know complete and utter dismay, my expectation is that Dennis Allen, you know, will be back. Now, is that or is that not the right decision? That's a different conversation. But just in terms of what it is that you know I'm expecting, and something that I think that this franchise has proven over and over again, which is loyalty to its uh, to its folks, and especially the people that have dedicated time to the organization. That I wouldn't be surprised to see Dennis Allen get a second year with his coordinators, his uh, his quarterback. You know, I think we have to kind of remind ourselves sometimes that Andy Dalton nor Jameis Winston were Dennis Allen's first choice at quarterback. He wanted, um, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson in the building. And, you know, I think for reasons outside of that of football, of course, some would agree with that decision. Some would disagree with that decision. I know I was certainly conflicted with it myself, but, you know, it's not for me to have a full opinion on or It's for me to have an opinion on, but obviously, you know, I don't get paid to make those decisions. So what I, what I think in those situations doesn't really matter, but I think that, you know, when it comes down to Dennis Allen, I think that, you know, this is a team that has shown its loyalty and uh, I think would continue to show its loyalty and give him an opportunity to go out there and prove, you know, that, some of the situation that he's subject to isn't necessarily of his own doing, but instead is the doing of the, you know, coaching staff and not really being able to build this in his vision because of the sort of um, direction that the organization went, which was trying to maintain as much of the Sean Payton playbook and as much of the Sean Payton family as possible. And so, you know, I could definitely see him getting a second season and I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up
0: being the case. Mm -hmm. Do you, you're in the locker room. And um, you you get the vibe of what's going on because you're in there again on a day in day out basis. What's your vibe? I mean, again, is this team quit on Dennis Allen? Are they uh, are are they they uh, still pushing forward? Uh, when when you walk, I mean, you could tell you could tell when it, when, it, when a coach has lost a locker room. Your thoughts?
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've I've never seen any indication that that's the case. Uh, I've never seen any indication that the locker room is lost or that the team doesn't believe in Dennis Allen or that the players have given up or anything like that. And, you know, part of actually Alvin Kamara spoke with us a little bit about that today in the locker room. And a part of what he said was, you know, there's really no space for that in the NFL because that's how you get hurt. That's how careers end. Careers end when you get to a point as a player to where you stop caring and you stop, you know, you don't give 100 percent on the field and all of those things that's a perspective i hadn't considered before but i could really understand where it is that AK coming from when he makes that statement uh-huh. and so i thought that that was something to really consider you know the way that i've always looked at it is these guys have prepared their entire lives and have worked their entire lives to get into these opportunities and to be on that field and to to do what it is that they get to do you know not only on sundays but you know every every day of the week really in between recovery and practice and all the things that they have to do um I just I don't really believe that football teams give up. This isn't the way that the NBA is to where you know you're seeing you know yeah. players be you know sat on mass and things like that you know what I sure. mean i I think it's easy to like you said it's easy to tell when it happens and I certainly haven't seen any indication of it being in the same locker
0: look you you look in all fairness, injuries have been an issue this year. there's no doubt about that and injuries are part of the game and you can't use it as an excuse, but it, it is this team looks like it's getting a little bit healthier right now though.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great to see, you know, guys uh, back at practice. I mean, Eric McCoy coming back, that's obviously huge for this team. They've been working on getting Marshall Lattimore back as quickly as possible as well. Obviously, that's something that's going to take time because of the nature of his injury, which uh, Chris Richard explained to us today as being one of kind of as tolerated. It's an, inter- it's an internal injury, so, you know, when it comes to Marshall Lattimore. So it's not a situation where you can look at it and say, oh, okay, the bone's healed. I mean, the guy had a lacerated kidney. So it's kind of, right. you know, you know what is what is his pain threshold? What is he able to stand? All of these other things. So that would definitely be something to watch. But this is a team that's getting healthier at this point. And, um, you know, they're not fully eliminated from playoff contention, but they're basically eliminated from playoff contention. But the team's not going to look at it that way. They want to go out there. They want to compete. They want to go out there and do what it is they, that they can. So them getting healthy helps them do that so that they can at least stay as alive as possible and go out there and do, you know, their jobs. Um, to 100, you know, as close to 100% as they can, kind of the way that Alvin Kamara was talking about earlier today. And, uh, you know, another big return for them this week could be uh, Pete Werner, who, you know, not only um, has returned to practice or had returned to practice already, but, you know, even spoke with, spoke to media the other day, which is usually a pretty good indication of, you know, where right. that player is in his return timetable. Uh, so, you know, that's another place where this team has gotten really, really good play, of course, from Demario Davis. Um, as well as uh, as well as Kaden Ellis, of course, but mm-hmm. you know to also have you know a third healthy, very talented linebacker is you know a good problem to have.
0: Absolutely. Uh, by the way, Saints twelve players on, on their injury list. The Falcons three. Those will tell you where the yeah. Saints are as opposed to the Falcons. But it, it seems like again, week one is light years away in terms of again the lineup, who was on the roster, who was starting again to where we are now.
6: Yeah, I mean this is uh, almost an entirely different team and, and really kind of on, on both ends, right? I mean, you know, um, Atlanta is going to be moving forward with a new quarterback and Desmond Ritter. The saints have a different quarterback at the helm and, uh and Andy Dalton, who uh, they have gone back to again this week. And, you know, there, you have uh, no Kyle Pitts for the Atlanta Falcons, but you have no Michael Thomas for the new Orleans saints. So there's a lot of things that are different on both sides of the ball for both of these teams. And so, it's funny, you know, looking back at week one is something that you tend to want to do when you get into these division matchups. Like, how did things go the first time that these two teams met? But there might be so much different about these two teams by the time they get out on the field on Sunday that they could be a little bit of a, um, a, a moot practice. But you know, I don't think you're going to see a ton change for the Atlanta Falcons in terms of how they utilize Desmond Ritter versus the game plan that they had ready for uh, Marcus Mariota, but they certainly like what he can do as a downfield passer a lot better than what Marcus Mariota did as a downfield accuracy right. guy, uh, and that could certainly play a role this Sunday.
0: Keys to a Saints victory on on Sunday, and do you expect a full dome? <laughs> That's another question based on, again, where they are.
6: Yeah. Um, you know, the second question, I really don't know. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't think that, you know, either way is kind of unwarranted. I think that, you know, Saint mm-hmm. fans have been rightfully disappointed by the performance that they have seen so far this season, which is why many of them have, you know, started to look at like, what are the possible head coaching changes or what are the possible other changes that could happen with this team and all that. So I don't know what to expect necessarily in terms of the attendance uh, at the Superdome, but it will be pretty telling of where, you know, the, the community and where the fan base sits uh, based yes, upon you know, how they perform so far. Uh, I think the keys for the New Orleans Saints in this one is going to be making sure that Cordero Patterson doesn't have another 120-yard rushing day. That'll certainly be a big Amen to big that. of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you certainly also want to see this team um, – be able to get Alvin Kamara a little bit more involved in the game plan. I mean, he's had mm-hmm. what only six touches or so over the course of the past few it's games. Been crazy, not really gotten a lot of opportunity um, in all. And you know, we haven't seen sort of the usual game plan for him in terms of getting him out in space and all that. And you know, I've, you know, the coaches will often talk about how they don't have a lot of play. They haven't had a lot of plays. Uh, out there to run and everything you know with time of possession and everything but I don't know why getting deep into the playbook is what's necessary to get Alvin Kamara involved in the game plan so I think that getting him involved earlier should really be the focus not necessarily what can you do 50 snaps in right so I think that that's something that they'll uh-huh. have to figure out early in the game so that it can become often throughout
0: yeah and you've seen it I, I know I've seen it. I've seen it in the, in his body language uh, over the last few games and doesn't seem to be happy engaged Uh, You know, that goes back to the fumble against San Francisco.
6: Yeah, I think there's some frustration there for sure. And, you know, uh, Kamara kind of talked about that today, that a lot of the frustrations with himself, because as he mentioned, you know, yeah, the snaps or the touches might not, you know, be as readily available for, you know, differing reasons, whether that be on the offensive side or whether that be because of how the defense is defending him. So when he does get those touches – and one of them turns into to a fumble. He's disappointed with that, and, and, and understandably so. And so, yeah, I think that there's absolutely some frustration there and all. But I don't think that it's necessarily frustration with the kind of overall want of being on the field. It's just the frustration of could have been better with the ball in my hand, could have been better when I got that opportunity, whether the ball is in his hands uh, or not. And so Alvin Kamara you know, is somebody that has consistently taken accountability throughout the season, and I think it's just another mm-hmm. example of that.
0: There you go, Ross. What you got coming up for us on on the podcast? What are you writing about, and how can how can folks follow you, follow you on social media? Yeah, absolutely.
6: So uh, you know, taking a look right now, trying to kind of split focus in between what's left this season, and then also looking towards the off season because the Saints have a lot of really big questions they're going to have to answer over the course of the off season. Some of which we discussed today, like you know, head coaching. Uh, as well as the other things like, you know, should they maintain some of these guys that are going to be on expiring contracts, big decisions around Michael Thomas, things like that. So I'm, I'm actually doubling up the episodes now. So I'm doing two episodes per day, kind of focusing on the present in one series, focusing on the future in another series. So that's available on the podcast, Locked on Saints, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And then for the writing is just keeping up and making sure that everybody's, you know, as up to date as possible over at CrescentCitySports.com as well as over at uh, SaintsWire.USA.com with uh, the daily goings on within the organization.
0: There you go. Always a pleasure. Always love, again, your, your work as well. Tell the folks how folks can follow you on social media.
6: Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Right back at you. You can follow everything that you need in terms of everything I just discussed there, at CrescentCitySports.com, uh, com, the Locked on Things podcast, and all of it together uh, on Twitter at Ross Jackson, NOLA, Ola.
0: Thank you, my friend. Ha- have have a great weekend, and we'll, t- we'll discuss next week. I appreciate your time as always.
6: Back at you, buddy. Take care. Stay safe. I'll talk to you soon.
0: There you go. There he goes. Ross Jackson, again, Locked On Saints podcast, Saints Wire, and also CrestedSports.com. Again, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, you need air conditioning help. Uh, they're there for you. Now that we're going into a little bit of a cool snap over the next couple of weeks, uh, if your heater breaks down, they're there for you there. But also, inspecting that heater. You've got a gas heater at your home or your business. Make sure that, again, you've had that inspected and cleaned by a professional. Burkhart can do that for you. Uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, fires, all things that you don't want to think about. Uh, again, um, but again, can be prevented by a simple cleaning. And, and again, making sure that you are... Uh, Keeping up with your heating system so that it's working properly, efficiently, and safely. Uh, Burkhardt can do that for you. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call For they come to your home or business. And, again, we'll never gouge you, never cheat you. I said it a long time ago. John Burkhardt told me about, again, his name and reputation, uh, and they built their, their company on that reputation. Uh, that's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's 8cpromise.com. That's 8cpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Old New Orleans cook. Cookery, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun kind of restaurant, the hideout bar, all will be open on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Chris New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Get your tickets now for, again, the um, Old New Orleans Cookery as well as Ma- Mambo uh, Balconies. And, of course, uh, open late every single day. That's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com.
2: That's all Eric sent you. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahusi of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts the TikTok cafe causeway i10 in metro Six, three. This is Josh Danzig with Where you At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Fans of BMX action, on Saturday head to Mardi Gras World for the Red Bull Circle of Balance featuring Louisiana native Terry Adams in exciting BMX action. And get your tickets now for Saturday night with A Flock of Seagulls at the House of Blues singing all of their hits from the 1980s. For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, pick up Wariat's new winter restaurant guide at restaurants, bars, and grocery stores all over town. Or read it now at Wariat.com.
1: Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks to Ross Jackson and also Gary Smith for joining us in the program. Uh, Second hour, it will be Ali Cassell talking Pels, followed by Johnny Collada talking LSU. Uh, I want to remind everybody, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Olden Walls Cookery, and also uh, uh, the Hideout Bar all have gift cards available for you. You want to give a great stocking stuffer, maybe a great gift to, again, a uh, family member, friend, coworker. worker uh, consider a gift card from the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com until American sent you.
3: Cavender's Christmas Countdown Sale is going on now, and we've got the best selection of boots around. Save up to 30 bucks on men's and ladies' exotic boots, or save up to 20 bucks on popular ladies' booties from Corral and Circle G. Get 15 bucks off hard work, and work boots from Double H, Durango, Justin, Tony Lama, or Twisted X. And kids' boots are now 10% off. There's something for everyone on your list, so hurry in and save during the Christmas Countdown Sale at Cavender's. Okay.
0: Hour number two of Inside New Orleans on this Thursday, brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I want to remind everybody, Oceana's open all the time for you, all the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana's got you covered with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, lunch and dinner. Uh, they will be open Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Day. Uh, they're open seven days a week, and they're open late. One of the few restaurants in New Orleans that are still open late. Of course, don't forget, gift cards are available for all restaurants. Uh, if you want to give that as a stocking stuffer, again, a gift to um, someone in your life. And uh, don't forget about also Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery. They're Bourbon Street Balconies and, of course, the Rooftop Bar, available for the New Year's Eve celebration. Get your tickets now. Uh, you can head to my website, ericasher.com. Click on the icon of each of those restaurants, they'll take you right to their website, and right there you'll be able to sign up and uh, make the arrangements uh, to be part of the festivities on New Year's Eve. Uh, not too early to start thinking about that, and if you have an event, or maybe you're looking for a place to be able to bring the family together, think about the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill, Bobby A. Bear's and Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, all have private rooms available for, again, your next event, or to get together with friends or family. Again, that's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, uh, again, remember we're on 106 6.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial, four to six weekdays. Uh iHeartRadio App, TuneIn Radio App, our digital partners, Nash FM1061.com, com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is, you wanna say it? And right, I'll say it. Everywhere. Anchor's our home base on all podcasting platforms. We appreciate all those that listened to the program on the podcast, so many. Uh, again, I'm uh, just so gratified. I mean, literally as soon as uh, the, 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 the podcast goes up, there's a group of individuals, there on it like immediately, uh-huh. and uh, very much appreciated. iHeart Radio App, TuneIn Radio App, our digital platforms, makes it so easy for you to take the show with you anywhere, and of course, traditionally on the, on the, uh, on the uh, World Wide Web. As I mentioned, fm 1061com and EricAsher.com. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram uh, or our social media platforms. Hey, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, did you catch us at 1 o'clock this afternoon or either streaming on the tv YouTube, YouTube page or on TV? It's Mike Dettiglia joining me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. If you missed it, coming up at 6 o'clock tonight, you can catch us on LAE. 10 o'clock tonight on The Deuce at WLA-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Mike did a fantastic job, uh, of, again, uh, of um, as he always does on the program. And I uh, hope you do have a chance to be able to check it out. I want to remind everybody that uh, this, um, this half hour is brought to you by The Original. Uh, Oceanic Grill, uh, Bourbon and Conti. voted top ten U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. As I've mentioned, open seven days a week. If you love breakfast, and again, what a time to be able to you know take the friend to the, the family to the French Quarter. Maybe you're in the Quarter and you're looking for breakfast. Breakfast starts at 8 a.m. and goes all the way to 1 p.m. And I'm telling you right now, the breakfast is outstanding. Uh, we're, we're one of the best breakfasts you'll ever have in the city of New Orleans, and we're we're a pretty good breakfast town as well. And then of course, Cajun Creole dishes for lunch and dinner that are absolutely fabulous. Cocktails. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. We're uh, getting some of the New Orleans great mixologists. You love charlotte oysters? Belly up to the bar. Grab some charcoal oysters. Watch them being prepared right in front of you uh, there as well. And of course, an, an authentic um, uh, French Quarter Courtyard. Beautiful by day uh, and again, spectacular by night. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five private rooms that can accommodate from your next event from 10 to 120 guests. And let me tell you, the Oceana family of restaurants, uh, each and every individual restaurant, they know how to put a party on. They just did a Hospitality party, as they do a Christmas hospitality party for all the individuals that are involved in the hospitality industry here in the city. That's what the Beta Brothers do. They take care of again everyone in the hospitality industry. You want to have a you want to have a party to remember. You can do it over at Oceanic Realm. Family friendly. Uh, but again, a place where you can meet friends. Uh, also, again, a, a, a close a business deal. Maybe it's date night, uh, or again, maybe again you're uh, you're looking at a place where you, that's dog friendly. The, the courtyard is dog friendly as well. Hey, to find out more, go to oceanagrill.com, uh, and of course, don't forget gift cards available for for the upcoming holidays as well as. Uh, a place for you to be able to enjoy a fantastic meal. When everybody else is closed, Oceana's open. That's Oceana Grill. The best time off Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. All right, uh, some quick headlines for you. Um, I did not get to in the first hour. First of all, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone uh, that is affected by the tornadoes uh, from yesterday across the metropolitan area. Again, the devastation, uh, the loss of life. We uh, Again, we, we and, and of course, um, um, we we all know again you know how that it's just a, such a struggle to be able to come back from something like that uh, you know, from rebuilding. How many times have we had to do it now, especially with Ida just in our rearview mirror? Uh, but again, our thoughts and prayers are with each and every one of you in terms of your recovery. Um, and uh, just just a, a very, very tough day in the history of this city to, be able to have as many tornadoes as we did uh, affect our, our metropolitan area. Drew Brees is an interim assistant coach for Purdue uh, for the upcoming bowl game against LSU. Uh, I'm not sure what his role will be. They really have not uh, talked about that, more than he's just going to be an interim assistant coach. They've lost their head coach. They've lost their, their, their quarterback. They've lost their, their top cornerback. Uh, I mean, there they, are a lot of guys bolting in the transfer portal uh, for, uh, for Purdue. So they're going to be a lot like LSU was last year in the Texas Bowl, uh, where, again, they're playing a lot of guys that, that they didn't expect to be able to play. Uh, but Drew Brees will be on the sidelines, and we'll be working with them throughout the, 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 uh, the bowl practices. Um, I'm sure it's going to be something to do with the offense. Um, but we'll see again how that plays out. Maybe it's a precursor to him going into coaching. I, I didn't think he would be a guy that would really go into coaching. Uh, he's a guy that I thought would be more of an entrepreneur, uh, a guy that again that maybe could own an NFL franchise one day. Uh, I think always thought he'd be a guy that maybe would go into politics uh, when, when his when his um, um, when his uh, playing days were over. I didn't didn't envision him as a coach. I just didn't. And wait a slow your roll, New Orleans. Slow your roll, okay? I don't want to hear Drew Brees for head coach next year or Drew Brees, the new offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, again, at, at this point, you, you want to make sure somebody's got experience, skin's on the wall. We're already going down this this road with Dennis Allen, who has experience, and hasn't been able to get it done. So, again, we'll see how this kind of plays out. Pell's taking on Utah tonight. We're a minute away from Alicacell, the bird rights. Look, I said it the, I said it the other day, and, and, I, and I'll continue to say it, um, when you look at the Pelicans, uh, I give them a pass for the other night. Uh, you're looking at the elevation of, of Salt Lake City. You're looking at the travel. you're looking at it coming off again, a tough matchup against the, um, uh, uh, against the suns on a back to-back uh, you know here in New Orleans, uh, and the emotion that was in there. Utah has been a tough matchup for the Pelicans period, okay? We done what they, they They were absolutely cold, I mean, just cold, didn't have their legs. Uh, but again, to me, uh, you know, whether it's the arena, whether it's the, you know, the, uh, the crowd, whatever it was. Okay. Uh, when you go cold like that, you can become contagious. It is about again, now going in and, and beating the brakes off Utah tonight. Okay. Uh, the Pels have uh, been in South Lake city for a couple days. Uh, and they, their legs back, they should be uh, accustomed to the to the gym, all those things, okay? They've been beaten twice by, the, by Utah this year. Remember what I said on Monday? And I was thinking about it, and I, and I heard Willie Green say this the other day as well. I said it on Monday. I think he said it right after the Utah game, uh, that, again, this is a team now that has to learn how to deal with success. They are the hunted. They're, long, they're no longer the hunter. And, again, uh, they're learning how to win. Uh, now, with this early success, uh, they have to be able to sustain that success and be able to deal with that success. So we'll see how, again how that plays out, uh, starting with Utah tonight. And then remember, not looking ahead to the Suns on, on Saturday. To break it down for us, one of the best we have when it comes to breaking down the Pels, his website, again, the the Bird Rights, uh, is a go-to website for myself, It should be for you if you're a Pelicans fan. Uh, it's Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how are you, bud? Hey, Eric. I'm doing pretty well. How about you? I'm doing fine. We were you spared yesterday? No no issues with the tornado?
7: Right, yeah. It missed us to the east. So we, good, we all good. we got was the thunderstorms and, and the uh the heavy rain. So yeah, we were very fortunate. Yeah, Hearts good, out good to everybody to in Araby, especially, right? Because they've been hit twice within the last year. That's just kind of absurd. Right.
0: No, no, it's it, it, it's amazing. It, it's funny, you know. I mean, again, you know, my uh, my my kids were raised in Araby, right? I mean, I was t- t- telling the audience back in nineteen ninety six, we moved into our home in Araby. Two weeks later, there was a tornado, and that was again the first tornado I can ever remember. He, you know, he really kind of hitting the metropolitan area, you know, my lifetime. And uh, you know, since then, they had one last March. Now, again, here, it's just been mm-hmm. uh, it's just been really unbelievable uh, in in terms of again the tornadic acti- activity that we've had uh, here in. Um, here in the New Orleans area, which is again, traditionally not, not happened here in, in, in the city. No. I mean, I, I happened to look at
7: up yesterday because I was curious, and you're right, it, the numbers are way up. In the last seven years, there's been six tornadoes that hit the metro area. Before that, between 1950 and August 2016, only 17. So, Eric, yeah, th- there's something going on here, and it's not good. for people living in New Orleans.
0: No, and there's no doubt about it. All right, I think you heard my open with, with, um, with um, the, the situation with Utah. Why don't you give me mm-hmm. your take on what happened a couple nights ago uh, as this team was going in with a seven-game win streak, top of the West, and, of course, uh, got blown out by Utah.
7: Yeah, so it was the first time that they didn't happen to top the 40% mark from uh, the field in terms of shooting the basketball So they had an absolutely the coldest night of the season so far, and it didn't matter whether they were from three-point range or somewhere in closer because they couldn't make a bucket. I mean, until the game got it completely out of hand, they had only made two threes, Eric, through what? Three and a half quarters. So by far and away, their worst offensive performance. And when you don't make baskets, of course, you're going to start losing that energy and and that focus and stuff like that because at halftime, it was still a game. It was 52-45. I was actually very proud of the team for still battling like crazy, even though nothing seemed to be going in for them at all. Um, So I'm going to write it off because most of this year, they've been an excellent shooting team, um, especially inside the arc, right? Because they get their points from inside the paint. And they've got two of the best, especially Zion Williamson, but Jonas Valanciunas is good from there as well. So I expect for them to bounce back tonight against the Jazz because we know the defense will show up. That's one thing that's probably been the most consistent this season, Mm -hmm. right? It's kind of surprising. The defense has been really, really good, if not great, most nights. So they're going to always have a chance to win. If they just shoot average tonight, they should win.
0: Yeah. Uh, I actually pulled the numbers for the TV show this week. Four for twenty-seven from three-point land, fourteen percent. Right, uh, three. Uh, 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 that that was uh, that was from three-point land. Twenty-two of thirty-three uh, from the free-throw line. They shot thirty-nine mm-hmm. percent from the field. They were beaten out in points in the paint, sixty-four to sixty. Ten to three in blocks. Fifty-nine to forty-three in defensive rebounds. And, and again, overall forty to twenty-eight. And they got crushed on the on the offensive boards as well. That just isn't Pelicans basketball. You add the, the fact that Murphy didn't score. You had four from Nance and Alvarado six from Jones, I mean, uh, again, they couldn't the broad side of a barn. Uh, and and um, what do you attribute that to? Is, is that just, you know, again, the seven-game win streak, going to, to a place with the elevation where you've got to get accustomed to, uh, the gym itself, you know, dead legs? What do, you, what, do you, what do you attribute that to?
7: Not seeing the ball go through the hoop. I'll be honest with you. When you're on, on an away team and you're playing in what's a tough environment, People always say that elevation really gets you, both in Utah and in Denver. So suddenly also the ball's not going in through the hoop. It makes it that much harder um, to try and score because you start pressing. And, of course, then you start seeing the score, right, getting away from you. So you're going to naturally, like I said, have tendency just to slip a little bit, right, lose that focus, or, or maybe gamble because we didn't see any of that usual cohesiveness. And I'm glad you mentioned the 19 offensive rebounds for Utah because that's absolutely not a staple for the Pelicans in terms of controlling the glass, controlling the paint. That's something they do very well. And like I said, I expect for them to fully get back to that tonight.
0: Yeah, as do I. And, and again, as, you know, I mean, I, I really do. Now, let me ask this question. Um, with the problems that, 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 you, that we've seen with three points uh, with the, from the three-point land uh, at times with this team, as we're starting to see this team kind of, you know, come together, and look, it's been it's been a fantastic um, uh, team. It's got a great depth, et cetera. Uh, is there a need for another three point shooter on this team? I don't think
7: so, but it wouldn't hurt because I actually looked all this up um, during this last nine game stretch where they had that seven game winning streak. The three point shot has been off. It's been a total of uh, nice. they've converted thirty one point one percent of those shot attempts. Only Toronto's been worse over this stretch, so they've been terrible. But before that, to start the season, they were excellent. They were fourth, shooting about 38.5%. So we're not sure exactly which team is real, but in the NBA, they say you, you can't have enough three-point shooting. But I will say this, even though they haven't shot the ball well in the last nine games, especially from three, guess what? It hasn't hurt them in the win-loss department, right? So that makes me think that they can absorb um, you know, some bad nights simply because they do play to their strengths usually, right? That's, getting to the free-throw line, by attacking the glass, just pounding the paint with his, by Zion, his Balanchunas, and everybody else, and, of course, playing great defense. So my biggest thing is if you were to go get another shooter, where would he play in terms of the rotation and whose minutes would he steal? Because suddenly right. you got to think if maybe you get Brian Book or Bogdanovich from the Pistons, suddenly you're probably mm-hmm. having to sit a good defender. So where's that trade-off? How does that hurt? Will it even help? So I'm actually sitting on a right. fence where I don't think they need to add a three-point shooter. I've got one thing circled, Eric. I might as well mention it to you. My biggest concern is if, say, Larry Nance was to miss any time because they do not have a backup mm-hmm. plan for him. And Jackson Hayes was supposed to be that guy. and We've, we've not seen anything out of the, or, or out yeah. of the sort that Jackson can handle yeah. any kind of
0: minutes. Are you surprised he's not in the G League? I mean, I I, I am. I understand the camaraderie, having him around, again, practice, et cetera. But I just think that his progress has been stymied now. And uh, that maybe the G League is the place for him to be able to really, again, hone his game.
7: It would be. And I've got to think that the subject has come up. But if I had to guess, and he's in the last uh, year of his contract with the Pelicans, he probably declined. They probably asked him, would you want to go there, work on your game? And he probably, you know, I, I could see him saying no because he's mm-hmm. a fourth-year player. Bouncing back and forth on G League is not a good look for a player that's obviously going to be looking for a new contract. So He's
0: I regressed, mean, though. I mean, he—he he, he you can look at there. the other players on this roster and see that, again, they've ascended, they've gotten better, uh, they've worked on their game. He has regressed.
7: And I don't understand it
0: because I saw in training camp
7: – and even in the preseason games, a lot of the preseason minutes, he was actually doing better than what he did through most of last season, right, in terms of where I saw the fundamentals defensively. Him looking to really box out, watching him go from one side of the floor to the other, just to put a body yeah. on somebody. that had been something i would never seen. So I don't know what happened since that time, but I've got to assume it has to do with everything with the amount of playing time. He's, you know, he's received this regular season, and that happens to a lot of players in this league. If you don't give them the minutes, they're going to pout. Palp- And suddenly, of course, their games are going to decline. I'm guessing that's what happened to Jackson.
0: It's unfortunate because you mentioned, again, Larry Nance is um – uh, is a one-of-a-kind type player on this roster where you can bring him in. And, he, again, when it comes to switching on defense, his ability to be able to score around the basket, rebound, uh, defending one-on-one, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been a godsend, especially, again, when, uh, you know, when Valanciunas gets, gets in some foul trouble. You can run a lot more with dance, and you could do the same thing with Jackson Hayes, but he just hasn't, again, hasn't continued to progress a- as a professional. On the other hand, my gosh, Zion Williamson. I'll just say that, <laughs> you take it from there. What
7: Dion's doing is what MVP players do in this league. not that, of course, is just lift the team up on their shoulders and give them whatever they need. So in the past, we always knew he could score, but he's doing that um, at even a greater clip than he would say at the start of the year. So he's got his touchback. He's controlling and running the offense most of the possessions because suddenly he's the most effective playmaker they have out there, especially with Brandon Ingram out and now he's given you the uh, rebounding that they, they really need because their defensive rebounding has slipped uh, since the start of the year, since Thanksgiving, Eric. It, it's down to, I want to say, under 70%. That's not good for this team. But it's not Zion's fault because he's been doing that well. And, of course, the defense. He's given you everything that you ask of the, the best players, which is giving you both sides of the floor two-way players. And he's given you the steals, the blocks. Just the focus is there. So he's able to change the momentum of the game really anywhere. And that's the name of the game. When it's a close game, suddenly your best player steps up and does a few plays, gets you the win. That's exactly what zahn has been doing here over, what, the last couple of weeks or so.
0: Yeah, you can see the work has been put in. Look, you and I have talked about it all last couple off seasons, right? What are you doing to be able to, again, add to your repertoire? What are you doing to expand your game? And, again, we're seeing it on the defensive end. Uh, again, we know about you know rebounding is about effort. And, and of course, with him, again, he's a, he should be a, an incredible rebounder. I think he should be a double-double a guy every night. He's close, uh, but they're asking him to do a lot. But the other thing is stepping out to the three-point line, knocking down a shot or two there, mm-hmm. and then the mid-range that we're starting to see now where, again, he's, he seems to be a little bit more confident in that shot. Uh, look, if he gets that to the point where he's super confident in both of those shots and able to, again, knock those down consistently – Uh, he is going to be hard to handle. He's going to be impossible. (laughs) Let's leave it at that. Teams already
7: can't stop him because look at what Phoenix did. They had DeAndre Ayton draped all over him, giving help, especially in that sexy game, and he he just tore through them like tinfoil. So I don't know what or how, I should say, teams are going to stop him because in the past you could get him because his handle wasn't as tight, and he definitely didn't show any confidence away from the rim, even from, say, five feet. But now he knows the nuances, how to find a seam. As soon as he sees a player turn his head just slightly or, you know, whatever creates a space for him, he now knows to seize it right away. And he can do it right with his burst. That's mm-hmm. so incredible in that powerful frame. So. He's unstoppable already, but you're right. If he adds that outside shot, well, like I tweeted the other night, it's just literally game over for the NBA because <laughs> really you is. can't do anything about it. There's not a single defender that can stay with him outside of maybe mm-hmm. what Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, there's, there's right. so few players that can physically handle him, correct?
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Um, is there a a stat out there plus minus that when Murphy's on the floor with Zion that he seems to be more effective? Uh, I I think I see that with my eyes. Are there stats to back that up?
7: There are, but I'll tell you what, it's
0: not actually that high. When you just look at, and
7: I did that as well this morning, look at, say, everybody Zion plays out there with during their minutes, who's the best, who's the worst. Trey Murphy's actually towards the bottom. They're at about a plus 2.8, I want to say. So okay. it hasn't moved the needle much, but, hey, that doesn't go to say, simply saying that they don't work as a pair, right? There's mm-hmm. not enough minutes,
0: he, he, of course, depending on to who they're more carrying comfortable with. I'm so, yeah, I'm sorry. Please finish. I'm sorry. No,
7: Eric, I was just simply saying that it, I think we can see with our eye test that they get along great, right? Yeah. They, they play off of each other very well. Zion knows to look for Trey, and Trey knows how to get himself open mm-hmm. and look for shots with Zion. And we both know defensively, they're, they're above average, I would say. So yep. the numbers don't support what we're seeing, basically.
0: I just think that when Zion's on the floor, Murphy seems more comfortable in shooting the three. He's getting, he's getting again, a, a, clear, a cleaner look as well. Uh, and, and they seem to play well on the court together.
7: Yeah, we've seen some games like, what was it, against the Raptors. I think Trey Murphy had a really good connection with Zion in that game. And there's been a few others. But for the most part, Trey's been a little bit cold. <laughs> right over these last nine games, oh, yeah. I oh, think yes. he's seen about 36% from three. So mm-hmm. he, he, his shots us off right now. But unfortunately, the timing is bad because C.J. can't hit a three. Jonas suddenly can't make one either. And there's several other players, too. So mm-hmm. there's a cold stretch affecting this entire team right now.
0: <laughs> C.J. McCown looks like he's got his legs back. He got him back, yeah,
7: the other day against the Phoenix Suns. And it's unfortunate he couldn't really – be that second score that Pell sorely needed in Utah, right? I mean, I think he went six or seventeen. Not they didn't try, but the shots just didn't fall for him, just like everybody else, not named Zion. I think though he'll be fine because he's now he says he's passed all his uh, issues with the viruses and the COVID and stuff, and he says his legs mm-hmm. are there. So I'm looking yeah. for him too, right? Besides anybody else, really, CJ tonight. I'm expecting for him to have a really big game. Sure.
0: Uh, also, again, uh, Brandon Ingram out another seven days with the toe. They said that the imaging came back um, uh, as okay, but they felt like, again, that, that they needed to give him a few more days. Look, you and I have talked about it. He's a guy that doesn't really play unless he's 100%. Hopefully he'll get back on the court. The big question has been how will they coexist now with Zion? And I said this, uh, they just do coexist. Uh, Willie Green will figure it out. When you've got a player like that, especially think about this Utah game they just lost if they would have had Brandon Ingram on the court.
7: I think they, they'd have a lot more wins if Brandon Ingram has been playing uh, the full schedule. Because when he and Zion are out there, the numbers say they're unstoppable. They're a plus 15.3 net rating, which means that they're 15 points better per 100 possessions than the opponent. And so just for comparison's sake, Tatum and Brown up in uh, Boston don't come close. Neither does Steph with Clay or anybody you want to pick on that Warriors team. So they're elite when they're out there together. So I have no issues about even thinking that when he gets back, there's going to be a problem or anything like that because they've only spent about 240 minutes together and they've shined when they've been out there. Cause guess what? They're smart enough offensively and understand the game so well that even though they haven't played that much, especially right. With Zion being out for 17 right. months, I don't think it's inhibited them. Cause they just know, right. Talented players know how to work with one another. And Zion even mentioned that very early this season. He's like, we just kind of look at each other and just know what to do, what the other one's thinking. So mm-hmm. I expect for that just to resume whenever B.I. does get back.
0: Hopefully he does soon. All right, keys to a victory tonight against Utah. You've
7: got to control the glass. As I mentioned, the defensive rebounding is slipping. Uh, they gave up 19 offensive rebounds to the Jazz and 19 in that last matchup against the Suns. So it's been trending the wrong way. And, of course, just, just make some shots. Make your free throws. I mean, they missed 11 free throws when the game mattered. So I don't even care if the three-pointer's not going. Go to where your strengths are and and do a good job, right? And almost always they do that. So really it's just getting back to what's worked for them. Like I said, control the the amount of uh, turnovers because that's gone up as well. But keep that glass uh, under wraps. Don't let the Jazz get second and third opportunities. There you go.
0: Thanks, as always, for your time. Tell the folks about your fantastic site and how folks can follow you on social media.
7: Yeah, thanks, Eric. You can follow us all uh, and catch our work plus podcast at SB Nation, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. and we, we give you everything you need to know in preparation of games, any analysis that's required, plus mm-hmm. any breaking news.
0: Always a pleasure, my friend. Looking forward to tonight's game, and then on, and then on to uh, Phoenix to be able to wrap up the uh, series with Phoenix with the the uh, Phoenix Suns.
7: I can't wait. I mean, I, you're right. I, I'm not going <laughs> to enjoy tonight, but I am so looking forward to that game. Yes. against Phoenix. be the last Me time too. they face each other this regular season. So you can expect some. they're going to want to set a statement, everybody oh, yeah. involved.
0: You better believe it, no doubt. Thanks, bud. We'll te- check checking with you next week.
7: Yep. Take care, Eric. Have a good weekend. There he
0: goes. Ali Gassel. Same to you, bud. All right, Dave, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating if you're in the market for a generator, and why wouldn't you be? <laughs> uh, you can't trust the grid around here. you kidding me? Uh, save $1,750 right now, free 10-year warranty to the, the end of the year uh, from Generac Generator. Uh, Burkhardt, they have Generac Generators to be ins- ready to be installed in your home or your business. Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home or your business, sit down and do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. He's not hard-selling you. He's just giving you information. You make the decision, and then, of course, you decide whether you want to pay that over time, or you want you with, with great financing, or you want to pay that all up front. Remember that new install quality check after one month is something they do for everything they install for you. Making sure you know how to operate the uh, operate the um, uh, the system. In this case, a uh, gener a Burkhart generator um, uh, team member will come out and make sure you know how to operate that generator. Burkhardt takes care of everything for you: planning permits, inspections. Their dedicated generator team are experts. Uh, again, they know exactly where to put that generator so you're within code. So again, you can operate that generator safely. And then, of course, that single-day install. Once you come to an agreement, you get a single-day install. Uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need because they have 24-7 emergency service for you. When your generator goes down, they're there. When it's safe to be able to get that generator up and running for you, they, get that, they can do that. And also, maintain that generator for you year-round. You have to maintain the generator like you would maintain your car engine. Burkhart can do all that for you. They make it easy for you. Increase your property value. Get that peace of mind. Uh, get a Generac Generator from Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambos, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. All are open for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and all are available to have gift gift certificates for your upcoming um, uh, gift giving as well as, again, uh, private rooms for your next event. Uh, remember, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, uh, balconies at Old New Orleans Cookery and, uh, and also at Mambo's. Go to uh, ericasher.com, uh, click on the website of, of those particular restaurants and find out, again, how you can be part of the party and the celebration of, uh, of, of 2023 uh, over at um, uh, Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery. We'll be right back with Jordi Colada, the Jordi Colada Show. Don't move. If you want a
3: little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon, or anytime at nashfm1061.com. This report is sponsored by West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a convention South Reader's Choice winner for five straight years and is the ideal spot for weddings, receptions, and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net.
4: Delays are heavy if you're traveling 10 westbound from Morrison to Downman, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to just before the airport. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid right at the Bonnet Carey Spillway, and then your delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Veterans, and then the delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are heavy from North Broad to the 10610 merge. Also be mindful of an accident on the 610 on the westbound side right at the ten six ten merge. And on the six ten on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from Saint Bernard to the ten six ten merge. In the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection with delays from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And also look out for accidents Earhart at Eagle, also Elysian Fields at North Miro, North Robertson at Louisa, also South Cortez at Aloha and St. Rock Avenue at Murray. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
0: Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs are the best deals on tires. Folks, they offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. They'll fit your budget no matter what you drive. You need a new set of wheels? They're the wheel experts. That's, again, uh, choose from a selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You can finance it over time. Need someone to maintain your vehicle? It's out of warranty now? Bring it over to Southern Tire. They got you covered with asc certified technicians, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. And I'll say it again, the Piazza family has invested in even more diet- agnostic equipment you get in the dealership owned by the piazza family since 1972 it's southern tire hickory and airline in menory open monday through friday from eight to six saturday from eight to three 504-737-1558 is the phone number go to southerntire.com. check out all the service they provide for their customers southern tire hickory and airline in menory since 1972
3: traffic is brought to you by da exterminating proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years Don't let this happen
1: to your largest investment? Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at DAexterminating.com.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community.
0: great southern dishes check out our menu
2: online at bienvenueharahan.com dine indoors or outdoors place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792 that's bienvenue on hickory
0: 467 hickory avenue in harahan hi folks trust is what burkhart air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if your ac ever fails you can trust burkhart to be there quick get you back up and running if you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air
2: conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com,
0: and Telemeric sent you. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Today's program brought to you by Mambo's, uh, part of the Oceana Family Restaurants, uh, this half hour. Uh, Again, uh, three floors of what is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine that is outstanding. Uh, And, of course, uh, magnificent cocktails made by some of the great mixologists here in New Orleans. You can dine in an authentic French courtyard. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Also, again, the picture windows that o- overlook Bourbon Street on the first floor, outstanding. Uh, go to the second floor. You've got your, again, a um, uh, beautiful bar there that uh, also has a Bourbon Street balcony. Uh, again, a large uh, dining room as well to be able to eat, have your next event. And then, of course, on the third floor, a unique, one-of-a-kind, Bourbon Street's only rooftop, rooftop bar. You can enjoy that with, again, fantastic food, cocktails. Uh, they're open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. They're open late. They'll be open Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Day. And remember, there's a big celebration on New Year's Eve. Uh, Get your tickets now for the balcony or the rooftop bar over at Mambo's. Go to ericasher.com, just um, and uh, click on the icon uh, of the slideshow of uh, Mombos, uh, the slideshow of our sponsors for Mombos, and they'll take you right to their website. You can find out all the information you need to get for tickets. But remember, open late, seven days a week, all part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Make your next memory uh, over uh, New Orleans Memory at Mambos. And right next door is the Hindout Bar. You want live music, you want it in a courtyard setting, a beautiful restaurant, I mean, a beautiful uh, bar with, again, great food uh, and fantastic cocktails. Uh, make it a night uh over at Mambos and the Hideout Up bar 4 uh 411 and 413 Bourbon Street all right let's head to the guest line now uh, I just love his show. Uh, he's at, again, he's blowing up on, on, on the digital platform. Uh, he's now expanded his his, 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 um, his digital platform uh, within some other great shows that are in addition to the Jordy Collada Show. Uh, so, again, you can tune in anytime and get some fantastic sports talk, including in Will Wade, who's on who's on, on, on his uh, platform as well. And, of course, uh, he talks with us each and every week here on the show. It's Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show. Jordy, how are you, buddy?
8: Hey, Eric. Good to be back with you, man. Thanks for having
0: me. Always good. Before we get started, man, look, your, your platform is growing so much. Uh, tell us all about it.
8: Yeah, I appreciate it. We uh, we got a couple of podcasts that we have uh, under our umbrella, and we're really proud of them. We just developed the Will Wade podcast that debuted last week. We had our, uh, our second show this week. Really love the breakdown from Coach. As we talk college and NBA basketball, he draws up and looks at some videos, some situations that he... Uh, that jumped out to him over, you know, the, 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 week of play. So we'll, we'll break those down. Uh, Skip Burtman and Dan Canterbury have a, a a podcast with us called hold the rope uh, that uh, they do every Tuesday night uh, that you can find on their YouTube station on hold the rope. So we got a lot of good stuff happening uh, as far as our programming go. And we just launched another daily afternoon show with Nick Diaz, who uh, has been doing really good work as far as some LSU content yeah. goes and, called Out of My League is the name of his channel, and uh, we've we've uh, partnered up with him, and uh, he's going every single uh, he's going every day Monday through Thursday uh, at uh, at three o'clock on on his station. So uh, we we're, we're, we're looking forward to twenty twenty three
0: no I, I look just based on what you 've done in the short period of time has been phenomenal, and I know it 's going to continue to grow you 've got great content, and of course folks want to, want to be able to be a part of again what you 're doing and I tell you right now folks it, it, it took a leap of faith this is not easy again when you, when you 're going with terrestrial radio for so long and then you 're jumping into a another realm and Jordy has, has again, jumped into it and has taken it by storm, and you can see it by the individuals that are jumping on. These are quality shows that are jumping on board on his platform. So, again, uh, make sure you tune in, not just the Jordy Colada show, but everything that Jordy has to offer. Hey, Jordy, uh, before we get started, uh, just your thoughts on, on the passing of Mike Leach.
8: Man, I thought it was so sad. You know, I, I couldn't believe that that we were covering that story that Mike Leach had passed away. I mean, he was running practice with his team on Saturday morning. He had just gone through a regular season, and you know, I mean, it was uh, it, it was shocking. It was it, it was sad. As I said, it, it was tragic. It was uh, heartbreaking for uh, his family and friends, obviously, but for you know, the game of college football. I mean, I, I don't know if there's there's been a, a, a bigger or more uh, you know, m- more impact of an innovator uh, yes. than Mike Leeds over the last 25 years in the game. I mean, if you just think about what, what he's brought to, to college football, the players and the the coaches like Lincoln Riley that have developed underneath him. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's incredible to, 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 take a step back and think of his story and you know, really talk about his story. And now it's it's unreal to talk about that that he's dead. I mean, it's just it, it really right. is still surreal. I can't I cannot really believe is. that 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 leech is not here.
0: Right, um, an innovator. I mean, so many. I mean, you think back of again his offenses, and again how now, now it's not just touch college, but it's touch the NFL as well. Yeah, uh, just absolutely. Ama- just an amazing coach, an amazing uh, offensive mind as well. Uh, LSU once again with double digit players in the transfer portal. How, first of all, how does that affect the Cotton Bowl in your opinion?
8: Well, I think they'll be a fine here. I, I really do. I think they've got enough players. Look, they showed last year that they, uh, you know, that, that they can just about, you know, take about as of a line as you can create in college football and, and go play a bowl game. Now they didn't win, but you know they were able to execute. I, I think this team will be fine. And you know, the, the, the transfer portal, I I really believe, and you know, I I know this is a tough sell and a tough take here on on the day where you see you know a, a mass exodus, but. You know, take the offensive line for example, which had a lot of guys go in. Xavier Hill uh, went in there. Marcus Dumerville, uh put his name in, in, into the portal. Cam Wire has put his name into the portal over the last couple of days. Right. Uh, you know, as 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 alarming as that may seem, I re- I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing in this sense. They've got a lot of talent that's coming in. You know, they got talent that's on campus that we hadn't even talked about yet. When you look at, you know, guys like. Um, Emory Jones and and Will Campbell, obviously they'll be starters here for the next two seasons. But they had two mm-hmm. other offensive linemen in that class that they really like, named Fitzgerald West, who's going to play center for them, and Bo Bordelon, mm-hmm. who's really developed in the all season and you know shedded some weight that they wanted him to and wanted him to, and you know is really kind of looking like somebody who can play the interior. And, you know this offensive line class that they're bringing in here in 2023 is. It's as impressive as last year's. And, I mean, think about that. that that's a class that produced two freshman All-Americans yes. in, in Jones and Campbell. They got a guy in the Lance Herd out of Neville High School who played on the opposite side of Campbell, um, you know, when, when, um, w- when they were at Neville, when they were in high school, uh, who's coming in, who just got his fifth star yesterday in recruiting. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that it's going to be tough to keep him off the field. Um, obviously Tyree Adams who's down there at St. Aug, uh who's the you know, he's probably the second best overall offensive lineman in this state, uh coming in. Guy like DJ Chester coming in from Florida. I mean, they got they got some dudes that, that are about to, to to get on campus. I mean it's it's gonna look different in that room. And I think, you know, some guys look around and they probably say, Look, if I couldn't if I couldn't break the lineup this season, mm-hmm. um it's it's gonna be really tough for you to do it down the line. Yes. Um so I mean it, it it's it's something that you know that I think they're paying attention to.
0: Yeah. And I said the cotton um I got two late on my mind. It's the citrus bowl. And again, Purdue looking a lot like L S U did last year with the defections we're seeing there.
8: Yeah, look, this is a, a Purdue team that's in they they're in major turnover. <laughs> I mean they've they they they've got a you know they they lost their coach to Louisville and Jeff Brom that the, the the interim coach Brian Brom is going to be heading over to Louisville with Jeff once he gets past the bowl game so he's not really paying attention or recruiting for Purdue um, you, you've seen the starting quarterback the starting wide receiver they they, they seem to have lost hope you know or, or, or lost what, what what they have to play for up there I mean uh, they hired Drew Brees today, I saw as an interim coach, and they also got a right. waiver from the NCAA that's going to allow him to recruit, which is going to be uh, pretty interesting to see how that plays yeah. out. But, you know, I mean, look, they're, they're in a spot. I mean, LSU is – they, they got the, – the more players that Purdue lose, uh, the more pressure goes on LSU. I mean, they they got to mm-hmm. win this game.
0: I mean, they, they, yeah. they
8: got to close strong here, and they got to take care of business.
0: Are you concerned about the cornerback position?
8: I'm not. I mean, if you look at uh, – are you talking about specifically for the game or for the
0: future? No, no, Just and going forward, I know that we got. they've, they've had some defections. they got some guys, obviously, yeah. that t- t- today they signed a five-star. So Yeah, yeah.
8: No, look, today they got a, they got a five-star in J.B. on Fabiano, and I think that's going to be the start uh, of some dominoes here. They're going to fall. They had a really good meeting with Denver Harris. He was a five-star mm-hmm. cornerback last season in the recruiting cycle. He went to Texas A&M, and it didn't work out. He went into the portal, and it looks like – you know LSU's the team to beat on him, and then Desmond Ricks, who's the number one cornerback in the country, uh, out of Florida. It seems like LSU's been the leader for a long time on him, and he's set to announce here in the next couple of days too. So, if if they could pull off Taviano like they did today, and then close Denver Harris, and then you know back that up with Desmond Ricks, I mean he, DBU is back yeah. overnight. You know, I mean really and truly, I mean the, the you know they still got to get out there and prove it on the field, but as far as the accolades and the you know, and and the, and the swagger goes. You get those three guys in the next seventy-two hours, and you know, buckle up. Right.
0: Um, and and the cars. Um, Aaron Anderson. Everybody keeps asking me, is is, is a season LSU lean right now?
8: I would think so. I know LSU has picked up the pressure on him, and and they have really turned up the heat. You know, I mean, uh, on Anderson. He's obviously a Louisiana native and New Orleans native, and uh, things didn't work out for him in Alabama, but. I mean, his high school film is as impressive as anybody this state has produced in a long time. I mean, he is—he's a game breaker. He, you know, he can change the scoreboard in one play. And you know, I think from LSU standpoint, they look at him as somebody they got to have. And right. uh, I, I think that they have—they've they've really turned up the intensity on him.
0: With that said, uh, we're just about out of time. Tell folks about your fantastic show, how folks can find it, and of course, how they can follow you on social media.
8: Easiest way to hit seat is at uh, at Colada Show, and as we said, we've we, we've seen the brand in the in the business expand here. Mikey Motok, former All American baseball player, has got a show that goes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and with baseball season knocking on the doorstep, he's a he's a must listen. You can find him at Mike Duff. and um, like I said, he, he he's doing a really good job of breaking down baseball from both a major league and a college level. Uh, Will Wade's got a podcast, uh, Skip Burtman. You can get all that show all that, that at Colada Show. Uh, on social media, you can find links to all of that there. So, uh, we appreciate it as always. A e. Merry Christmas, man!
0: Merry Christmas to you, my friend. And uh, again, the, the upcoming nuptials, congratulations there. And uh, as always, we love having you on the program. And congratulations on your success this year. I'm so happy for you. Appreciate it,
8: e. i appreciate the support as always, man. And uh, coming on your show is something that we always look forward to. Always look forward to coming down on the TV show and. You know, Thanks. like I've said uh, many a times, I, I've always appreciated your mentorship and, and looking out for me, man. It is, uh, it's something that means a lot to us.
0: Right back at you, my friend. Thanks so much. Have, have a great weekend. We'll talk next week.
8: All right, man. Thank you. There he goes.
0: All right, that's, uh, that's Jordy Collada. Again, each and every week. Love having him on the program. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Get home tonight. You're you cranking the heater up because it's getting a little chilly outside. Wait, it doesn't work call Burkhardt. Burkhardt will answer the phone 24-7. A Burkhardt employee answers the phone. And yes, folks, again, they'll dispatch one of their uh, 15 trucks out even after hours to take care of you. Air conditioning systems, heating systems, generators, APCO home air treatment system, uh, you name it, you need electrical work, they got you. It's the Burkhardt standing behind every bit of their work. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant in the high out bar all are open late all are open during the holidays new year's eve new year's day christmas eve christmas day gift cards are available for you to be able to give uh, for for a gift as well it's the oceana family of restaurants make sure again when you're hungry you and get out there and enjoy a meal at the oceana family of restaurants we'll be right back mambo's 411 Bourbon street three floors of incredible dining
2: in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon street cajun creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails Come dine in an authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Make your next New Orleans memory
0: at Mombro's. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkard today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com That's Al Emerick sent you.
2: Demand different. Demand Dully DeBosier. Imagine this you've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free. And we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. la twenty two one three five seven eight.
3: It's the Christmas countdown sale at Cavenders, and all brands of jeans are on sale. Right now, men's and ladies' Wrangler jeans are buy one, get one at 50% off. Or save $10 on jeans from Ariat, cinch, rock and roll, denim, and more. Kids' jeans are on sale, too. And you know we've got the best selection of boots around. Save on a huge group of styles. There's something for everyone on your list. So hurry in and save during the Christmas countdown sale at Cavender's.
0: Three. All right, folks, welcome back. I uh, want to uh, thank Gary Smith, Ross Jackson, Ali Cassell, Jordy Collado for joining us in the program today. Rudy back at Studio Producing, as always. And, of course, all of our great um, sponsors sponsor our program. You go to com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Uh, click on the icon of your favorite sponsor, and uh, please continue to support those great sponsors, including our friends at the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Older Walls, Cookery. Uh Hobby Bears, KJC, and restaurant on the hideout bar. All are uh, open, ready for you to be able to go out and enjoy a great meal. They're open late and all through the holidays as well. Uh, as always, uh, don't forget about the award on the Inside New Orleans Sports starting at 6 o'clock tonight with um, uh, Mike D'Italia as my guest. And coming up right now on, uh, on 106.1 FM is Life Resources, Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. So keep it right here on your radio dial. Thanks for listening, New Orleans. Tomorrow is the William Grand family and still as Friday's Travaganza. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. For the dog to the governor. That includes the mayor, who needs to pay her hotel bills. They all got to go.